As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey there, this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am your host, Nina Perez, and we are here to discuss life topics to challenge and transform your thinking. Let's do this. Today, I have Clifford Starks here, okay? And he is a personal trainer, retired professional fighter. He's a coach, and he believes in helping other people live happier and more fulfilled lives by working on their mind, their body, and their spirit. And so we're going to speak to Clifford because he has a lot to share with us, and I cannot wait to get into it. I am really happy you're here with me, Cliff. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Nina. I appreciate it. I'm really glad you're here. I'm glad you took the time to be here. Um, the first thing I like to do with all of my guests is I do a very quick intro because I want people to really hear from you who you are. And mm -hmm. so if you don't mind, I'd like you to just give us whatever you want to give us about who Clifford is. Yeah, so no sugar added. I am a guy who has dealt with difficulty, who has dealt with adversity and use that as strength. You know, mm. finding a way to go into the pain and become something different and special. And I just, I want to give that opportunity to everybody. Let them know that pain can be a good thing if mm -hmm. used correctly. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. So, you know, we're going to dig into adversity, right? Because uh, yes. you didn't just mention that I'm going to let it go. You know? Yeah, so. <laughs> no sugar added. Let's that's go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So let's talk about that. I mean, when you say you've been through some difficulty and adversity in your life, um, you know, what does that look like? What, what, you know, what does that past look like for you? Yeah, so I actually did some unpacking uh, after my, my uh, fighting career mm -hmm. and really understood like what made Clifford Clifford, you know, because mm -hmm. there's a process to what makes us who we are that's right. and how we show up. And when I was, it was when I was four, five, and six, you know, these really define a big piece of who I am. So when I was mm -hmm. four, my biological dad drove away. You know, I'll never forget that moment. I remember saying to myself, people who are supposed to be there can leave in your life. They can just leave like that. Mm -hmm. And so I focused on getting really, really strong through my process, like get as strong as I can just so if anyone were to leave, I would be able to handle myself. 
Mm. When I was five, uh, this was a weird, weird moment for me because I was very, very aware at a young age. And I remember being in the hospital and I didn't know why I was there. You know, I knew something was wrong, but no one would talk to me about that. I remember my uncle uh, walking me out of the hospital and feeling really uncomfortable in that place. You know, like that's not mm -hmm. a place like, hey, let's go have a party. It, it was a very uncomfortable, mopey feeling. And then I found out my grandfather passed away. Mm -hmm. And so seeing that, it shook me. You know, it really, really shook me knowing that I would be in a, in a, cof a coffin one day. And I had to, I didn't know this was what I was doing at the time, but I, I really coached myself through that process and said, okay, I'm gonna die one day. So I have an option here. Mm -hmm. I can either live fully and embrace what I have, or I can slowly wait to get to the destination that I'm going to get to anyway, right. and not have lived the life that I wanted to live. And so I focused on, I'm gonna live as much life as I can, and I don't know what's gonna happen on the other side. You know, I, I do hope that there is that spiritual part and that I continue to go on, but I only know what I know right now. Right. So I'm just going to take action on what I know right now. And then when I was six, my mom remarried, and this guy has been with me from, you know, when he came into my life to where we're at now. Wow, you know, what a gift, what me. a gift. Yeah. yeah, he's been there for me. And mm -hmm. uh, I know you wanted to talk about my power of six and some of my principles and some of those principles were from him, mm -hmm. you know, were from his own process. And he let me know that just because people who are supposed to be there can leave people who don't necessarily have to be there mm. can come into your life and so now you get an option you get an mm. option and a choice of how you're going to show up to the world that's powerful that is powerful right because you're yeah. right he doesn't he didn't have to show up and he didn't have to stay either right? no no that's really <laughs> powerful um it's powerful because you know, you're right. I, that, you know, you could have taken this many, many ways, right? So you could have been self-destructive. And I don't know if you were, and we could talk about that, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that was a very uh, adult thing to think, though, at, at your grandfather's, you know, funeral. That's a very, um, you know, it's not what, a, at least that's not what I think kids think of at that mm -hmm. age, right? But that shows you that, you know, we, you know, our kids are actually a lot smarter than we think they are. Um, I remember thinking like a little adult as well. And yeah. I have to keep that in mind because I have grandchildren and, and, you know, just to remember that they get impacted more than we think they do, you know? Yeah, big time. Yeah. And yeah. I, I look at um, life's, because SMART is learning a series of things, whereas awareness, like I had a heightened level of awareness at a very mm -hmm. young age. Each kid's going to be different, so I never know how a, ki a kid's going to show up. But I did have a heightened level of awareness at a very young age. And my mom honestly didn't even know that I was thinking some of the things right, I was thinking right, until right. I brought it up to her. She's like, you remember all of that? And I'm like, right. yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? And those are, um, those are like traumas too, right? When you're that age, that's a, that's a trauma in your life. And it, it mm -hmm. does form 
how you see things. And at five years old, yes, you think like a, an adult, but you honestly don't know everything, right? So it forms a perception and an opinion of something that could serve you or maybe not serve you as you, no. you know, get older. Now, did you ever have um, that, like that anger or rebellion streak in you with, you know, with dad leaving and stuff and grandpa leaving? Because grandpa left too, right? I mean, yeah. left in a different way, but, but he also left and you could have easily taken that like everybody leaves here you know? Yeah. 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 Um, I was always very kind. So the kindness never really left me. Now I wouldn't call it rebellion towards the man I called dad, mm -hmm. but I didn't call him dad right off the, out of the gate. Of course. You know, like mm -hmm. it was something I didn't feel comfortable with doing something that I didn't feel comfortable with saying. Uh, but he let me do it on my time, you know, on my terms. And that's what I respected and appreciated about him. Having that heightened level of awareness has served me very well on my journey and it will continue to serve me well on my journey. I like to call myself the curious expert, you know, and I, and I just recently started calling myself that just because I know what my experiences are. Right. But the one thing that I don't know is anyone else's experiences. Right. I can't. Right. You can't. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so being aware of that and having that curiosity, um, it's helped me a lot in my journey. It's helped me a lot. And I've actually grown into doing things even better because mm -hmm. one thing that I've noticed, I can see the black and white in things and I can also see the grace. Mm -hmm. Right. And taking the time to listen to a person when I was younger, I would try, if someone saw it black and white, I would try to explain the gray. And if someone saw it in gray, I would try and explain the back, black and white. And I, it would be met with resistance. Like it was right. just like, I'm just trying to show you a different way. Uh, going through my journey and understanding psychology and how our minds think and how, how we develop, I learned to flow through a process better than, mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. I could when I was younger. And so I learned to ask the right questions to get them thinking differently right. instead of just showing them something different. Right. I mean, because we all have different maps, right? I mean, I just put out a quote the other day, like, you know, you have your map in life. I have my map in life and I'm grateful for the crossroads, right? I'm mm -hmm. grateful that we can meet at certain places because, you know, we are so different that it's almost amazing that any two humans can agree on anything. Right. That's yeah. how different we all are. And so I know that you mentioned also, you know, that you were a professional fighter, uh, MMA, right? Mm -hmm. So tell me how you got into that. Were you like just trying to beat people up or something? What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> you said you were kind. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. Um, so after my personal training journey, it was still during my personal training journey. I wanted a new challenge. I wanted something different. And I thought, what better challenge than fighting? What better challenge than that? And what's interesting, so people will use the word kind, right? And say, how can you be kind and punch someone else in the face? <laughs> right? right? <laughs> and then I go, it, it's the ultimate form of kindness because it's two people signing a contract. Mm. under rules and regulations. And so when a person can say like, are you fighting just to fight or are you fighting for the competition? You know, I fought for the competition 
And I do want my message of love to always spread. You know, my message of love was always there and it always will be there. And people who had fought me, it was pretty funny. Some of them wanted to hate me when they lost. (laughs) It's just like, we're all on the same team. Right. We're all on the same team. And all that is, all a fight is, is an opportunity to compete. If you see it as such. I've had people wanted to kill me (laughs) when we're fighting in the cage. And that's okay. Because they get the option to see it the way that they want to see it. But but what I love so much about it was a true professional fighter is just what it states, professional and fighter. It's the professional needs to maintain professionalism when they're mm-hmm. fighting. I love it because the fighter is very primal. You know, right. it's our most right. primal state. So we get to be a professional in our primal state. And there's nothing more powerful than that to me. Right, right. That must have been a fun career. Did you enjoy that? Oh, I enjoyed every moment of it. And yeah. there were times where I was terrified, where I was scared, where I was, I'm walking towards the cage like, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. Why am I doing this? Oh, crap. They closed the cage. What is wrong with me? Right, right. That is so refreshing to hear, right? Because yeah. it, it talks a lot about your humanity, right? And the fact that mm-hmm. even though you're walking in what you love and in your calling, and that's what you were you know, meant to do at that time, that there's still moments of fear and there's still moments of being afraid of what the next step is or who you're stepping in the ring with, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that all of us, as we're growing and going through our whole life and our careers and a switching of careers or whatever, it's the same fear, right, Clifford? It's like walking up to that new stage that you're going to talk to or the new client that's going to be on your call next, you know, your new podcast episode, whatever it is, there is a sense of anxiety a little bit and a little bit of nervousness a little bit of fear that happens but the cage is going to close right and it's game time right it's game time (laughs) (laughs) this must be like a whole um different type of ring experience or fight just to go with the same analogy for you right stepping into now coaching people and Mm -hmm. so now you're coaching people you said mind body and spirit, right? Mm -hmm. So I want you to break that down for me. How is it that you are, you know, went from a professional fighter, uh, you retired, right? You retired? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You retired and now you are helping people with their mind, their body and spirit, which I admire. I admire that you did that, that you're switching a career like that and you're taking all of your life experiences and using that to help someone else. And that is what I love. I live for that. You know, Mm -hmm. so I want you to break that down for me. How is it that you are helping people in those areas? Yeah, so it was interesting because it was an easy transition online. (laughs) Like, I don't think there's ever such a thing as an easy transition. You go through the process (laughs) and you take your bumps and you learn along the way. Right. I ended up finding a a mentor who helped me in my process. And she really showed me things that I didn't know because I was always coaching. You know, I was coaching even as a personal trainer. What all a coach is, is a curious leader. You know, the more I see it, it's like, that's what they do. Mm -hmm. They're curious at what they do and they know how to lead, you know, and you can't lead others until you learn to lead yourself. You know, the more you can lead yourself, because you, you'll feel like a fake. At least that's right. that's my right. perspective. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you would feel like a fake if you can't lead yourself. 
how can you tell others what to do? Right. You know, how can you take others to the dark place if you've never been to the dark place? And so going through that process, I loved it. You know, I loved it because I learned more about me Mm -hmm. and how I show up to the world. Mm -hmm. I've never been afraid to look into the darkness, you know, and you, you learn so much when you look into it. And a lot of people, they want to look away from that thing. But when you look into it, you learn layers about you. And when you learn those layers, the world starts opening up for you. Mm, That's good. That's good. So how do you um, guide people through that process? Because, um, you know, uh, you also have a lot of um, benefits to what you've done in your life, right? Because Mm -hmm. being a coach, you have to be disciplined and you have to be willing to step out. Um, Being a fighter, you got to have that mindset. You got to put that mind on even while you're walking up to the cage or in the cage, right? Because it's on, right? It's not like the other guy's just going to look at you and say, oh, you're having a bad day, Clifford. No problem. He's not going to say no. that, right? No. Um, so <laughs> so, um, so I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, how do you then get someone like, I know is it, you said it was a, you know, a, an easy transition. I know you're were, you were being funny, but how do you get, your clients to, to then, you know, um, help them with their fighting, their mind, their, you know, their mental battles, their, you know, their body, their spirit. Are you, when you say mind, body, and spirit, Mm -hmm. are you doing mindset work and physical fitness work or something like that? And spiritual work? Like, what do you mean by mind, body, and spirit? I I love that question. So I go on a very holistic approach. Okay. Um, when one area starts getting filled, the other areas will naturally fill. And so I'll give an example with um, as a personal trainer, right? It's figuring out which piece helps the other pieces move. Mm. Like, is it if they start getting physical, they tend to want to eat better. And if they're eating better, they're feeling better. Mm -hmm. So it creates a cycle for them. And so I really need to figure out, okay, what's that sticking point for them? Mm -hmm. And everyone's customizable. You know, just how you say everyone has a different roadmap. Everyone's roadmap's different. Right. Now, there are generalizations, whether Mm -hmm. it's, is it a mental block? Is it a physical block? Is it a spiritual block? Right. You know, are they physically fit and they're just not feeling some, there's feel something's missing? Do they have the mindset to believe that they can do anything, but they physically don't do it? You know, and when you get those, when you figure those out and and let them know the only person who can do it is them. Right. Mm -hmm. And too often we try and pay someone to give us the guide and the answer. Right. And they're nothing more than a guide. Right. All I help is with self-actualization really looking within yourself and saying like, wait a minute, is this really what I want? Right. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. How are you finding that process for you? Are you, are you enjoying that? Are you finding challenges, um, you know, with, with taking people to that next, you know, uh, step in their lives or, you know, how is that going for you? So the only challenge that I had when I first started was, um, they tell you to niche down as an entrepreneur. 
Yeah, they do. And, and I just, niche. yeah, yeah, I, I just, I couldn't figure out like, what in the, huh, are they talking? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm over here like, let me try this. Let me try this I one. Okay, right. this I one. know yeah. that's right. <laughs> and then I realized, holy crap, like, Cliff, just be Cliff. I almost had to take myself through my own process. Right. So, right. so my process is know what your core values are. Right. Stick by your core values. And the people who belong with you are going to be around you. And then I figured out what my niche was right. by doing it that way. Like, it's just like my niche is, all right, I deal with high, high achievers. They want to set the bar higher or the people who are just at rock bottom. They're done. Anyone in between, they don't really mix well with me. Okay. That's good to know, though. That's really good to know, right? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that's what, I mean, that, that already gives you a guidance. Yes. Right. So you have one or the other. We, let's not play games in the center. Right. Yeah. So that that's yeah. a good thing. That That's why they have you niche. Right. Because then if not, you'll be selling cryptocurrency and you, you're Absolutely. like, I, that's not even what I wanted to do. I didn't even want to do crypto, you know, so, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's good. So um, what is your outcome? Right. When you're taking somebody who is a high achiever, let's say we'll just use a high achiever. Um, what's the outcome of the process? Are you trying to uh, work on just one aspect of them or do you really want them to leave your program as a whole right you were talking about earlier like the six core values is that right mm -hmm. yeah can you break those down for us yeah absolutely so there's six pieces that i've seen consistently on my journey and and the journeys that i've taken other people through that if they stick with these they just show up differently mm. just a different person altogether. And so the first one is clarity, confidence, and commitment. You know, it's figuring out, okay, what is clarity to you? Mm -hmm. What are you really clear on? Or what are you not clear on? Uh, what are you confident in? And confident, at, sometimes people confuse confidence with competence mm -hmm. because we can get confident in doing something, but are we truly confident? Is it in our bones confident? Right. Right. And in our bones confident, you need it. Because life's going to change. It's just what it does. Mm -hmm. You know, I went from fighter and I was confident that I could be something else. And so that's what I chose to do. I've seen fighters stay in the game way longer than they should. Right. And it's because that's all they know. You know? Right. So when you're confident, like confident in self, confident in knowing that, okay, if I practice something long enough and take it intentionally enough, I can internalize it and become that thing. And then being committed, you know, commitment to your process. Commitment is scary, but it's so powerful for people yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Necessary, I think. Yeah. And so we look at commitment and what's interesting, I always talk about an internal commitment, like internally commit. Uh, when I got married to my wife, I was already married to my wife before I married her. Yeah, I get that. Like we think like, hey, if I'm, I'll sleep around now and do whatever I want to do. And then when I put the ring on, like, no, you weren't committed to the process at all. You're yep. BSing yourself. Yep. You don't get to be a fighter on fight night without <laughs> being a fighter those other days. <laughs> I mean, you get the option. Put it. Yeah. <laughs> you get the option, yeah. but you're going to look like a fool. Right. That's so good. And so you got to be like, hey, are you committed to this? Or are you not? And that's why I do work with the high achievers or the people on the bottom, they're going to be committed because they have nowhere else to go in their right. mind. Mm -hmm. They're like, I've already hit it. 
Right. So it's time to game That's up. Good. Yeah. And then the second one is have a game plan. And what's funny, we actually make our game plans either too elaborate or we just don't have one at all. Right. And a game plan is like, look, what what's one simple habit you can create? Just start with one because it will build and it will build on complexity. Yeah. But if me as a high level fighter were to go to an amateur and I told the amateur, hey, do all of these moves, sit, learn them by tonight and we'll be good. No, you learn one thing at a time. Yeah. You set them up to fail if you do that. Yeah. You just chop at it. Uh, The third is is passionate action. You know, and I, I talked about my core values. What do you stand for? What what brings you to life? Mm-hmm. What activates you? What makes you want to execute? What what gives you the drive to do things that seem kind of insane to other people? And what's cool is we all have a dream. So mm-hmm. no one's insane. You okay. just need to know what your dream is. When you know what your dream is, whatever actions you're taking makes sense to you. And that's what matters. That's awesome. And then the fourth is uh, unshakable faith. Because as we know, <laughs> the roller coaster has ups, downs, lefts, rights, and everything in between. Yes, it does. Yeah, I have never <laughs> seen a roller coaster that just goes straight, like right down the middle, like, whoo, there we go. It's having <laughs> well, that. Me, unshakable let me ask you about faith. that. Let me ask you huh? about unshakable. Let me ask you about unshakable faith. Yeah. Um, when you say that, there's a couple of like words right that that trigger the thought process here so are you talking about unshakable faith faith in something or are you talking about unshakable faith faith in the process what do you mean by unshakable faith i love that and my answer is whatever you need it to be okay wherever you start wherever your starting point is Mm -hmm. whether that's god universe it could be a plastic marker for all i care Okay. Whatever helps you move forward. Okay. Because you're going to grow through the process, right? We just have to start. We got to get those anchors in. I got you. To get us moving forward. Okay. Yeah. And so one, it's a great, it's an amazing question. Uh, I look at a lot of the clients that I've worked with, they had unshakable faith in me. Right. Until they built their own unshakable faith. Right. So there's a finished product right. at the end. Mm-hmm. And the finished product is, it's always been you. Right. It's always been you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, that's why everybody needs a coach or a mentor. I really believe that. You know, I think yeah. it just pulls people out of themselves so they can actually actualize what, you know, what they are here to become, what they are here for. Right. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Okay. That's we all have our blind spots. Yeah. We all oh, have yeah. our blind spots. 100%. So having people look at those and, and help point those out and start. Break, breaking them away, breaking them That's away. Right. Yep. And then the fifth is responsibility, extreme responsibility. Now, one thing, this was what was really interesting to me. So my dad, right? So I have the biological and then I got my dad. You right. know, my dad's been the one who's who's been there this far into my journey. And he taught me about responsibility really, really young. And so I really held onto it and I internalized it. It was interesting when I did create the power of six, I thought it was steps people needed to go through. 
And as I really started internalizing it, I realized it was a circle. Mm -hmm. You have to have all of them together. You have to have all of them in a unit. It's not, okay, I'm going to have this, and then I'm going to have this, and then I'm going to have this. Like, no, we're going towards mastery. Yeah. And when we go towards mastery, we're whole. We're full. Right. And I bring that up because extreme responsibility takes other pieces too. You can't take someone who's in victim mentality and just tell them to go take extreme responsibility. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, because they're just going to be like, well, there's this and there's this and there's this problem. It's like, okay, well, let's figure out where the structure's off and start working in that structure because it's going, the other pieces are going to fill themselves in and then you're going to just start stretching. And I knew something was missing because it was the five steps at first. So it was those five things. And I'm like, no, something's missing from it. Like something's missing. And then I had to think back to my journey again. What I do is more than just me. It always has been. You know, I come back to my four, five, and six years of age. There was an external process in that. There's both internal and external going on. And sometimes people look like it's only an internal battle, and it really isn't. Mm -hmm. It's internal and external. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to get both in place. But when both are in place. hmm? Can you break that down for me? What do you mean by internal and external? Absolutely. So if you are happy, go lucky and your environment is a dangerous, dangerous mm, that's good. environment with a lot of people not giving, allowing you the process to grow. It's almost like game over. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you have, if you have a strong internal and a strong external wow yeah and i even go as far as looking back so we talk about people who were like an oprah winfrey for instance and they talk about all the shitty shit she went through mm-hmm. like this and this and this and this it couldn't have been all shit. it couldn't have been fair enough and so i say wait a minute let's really look this whole thing through They're strong people. She's a super, super strong woman. Mm -hmm. But if you're getting beaten and broken to the point you have nothing, where your external environment is giving you no traction, Mm -hmm. no opportunity, absolutely nothing. I don't care how strong you are. That's right. It will destroy you. That's good. Right. And that's where I look at, I, I go, okay, these strong, successful people are strong and successful. But there was some inkling of hope somewhere. There was something to grab onto. Right. And when we can really look at that and say, okay, how do we do that for more and more of our society? Like, I believe she does do that. I believe many of our successes do that. Mm -hmm. Because they start realizing like, wait a minute, no, this wasn't, oh crap. Like there's something they want to give back. Right, right. And that's where I look at my journey and go, I was just a perfect blend of things, you know, being, being an overweight kid, being the only black kid in, in an all white school, being, being all of these little things and having support. So I'd have both systems working for me going in and out from both systems. 
until I became the thing that I became. Got it. And that's where the greatness within, like that's the sixth one is the greatness within standing so strong and so firm, not only for yourself, but for others, you know, being in a place where you're internally and externally working in a, in a power system that people want to feed on and they want to be a part of. That's good. That's good because it, 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 uh, it, all of it sounds like the responsibility falls back on you as the individual. Yeah. All of your six cores, right? It yeah. all sounds like every one of them is going to touch a place about you in you through you. Um, you know, so it's, um, that's good because that's a lot of internal work you're doing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, instead of just saying, okay, what you're going to do on step one is, you know, write this speech at the, the step two, you're going to do this, but you're saying, nope, we're going to go ahead and, and reverse that. And we're going to look inside and we're going to deal with some, we're going to deal with some stuff, right. So that we yeah. can get you to, to who you say is really you at the end, just a more improved and higher level you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. That's really great. And, you know, it's something that, um, you know, I think more and more people, Clifford, are going to be needing, you know, with everything that's gone on in our world in this last year and a half, almost two years, mm -hmm. right? I mean, people are getting hit pretty hard, mentally especially. And, um, you know, because the social media influence has grown as much as it has, it has also caused a lot of people to feel limited in their belief system, limited in who they are, because they're looking at the next social media post that looks amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that person has it all together and they're the guru of all things and they have the Lamborghini that's probably not theirs and, you know, all of that stuff, right? Yeah. And, and so what's happening is that People like you and me who are trying to do the work to help people get through things, to actually get to the best self of you, know, the best of their, their self, mm -hmm. right, are also coming up against all of these things, right? All of these walls and these things that people have because they're struggling, mm -hmm. they're struggling, right? Yeah. So, you know, Clifford, I think the work that we're doing, right, is super important. And especially when it comes to people's mental health. Um, and physical health, because think about the fact that a lot of people have been sitting at home. A lot of people have not gone working out and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that affects the brain. Like you just, as you said earlier, if you start to work on your mm -hmm. body, you start to feel better mentally and so on and so forth. Right. Yeah. Um, so I like what you're doing and I like that you're reaching, um, you know, people at, at where they are, which is themselves. And you're really trying to help them through these six pillars, which is really fascinating. Um, and I like that you are, you know, stepping out in who you are right because you were a fighter and you're like you know what i'm gonna show people how to fight for themselves yeah you know absolutely. so good for you for that good for you and i'm glad we met i'm glad you reached out i'm really glad we met yes. and i you know and i want my audience to know a little bit more about you so why don't you let us know where we can find you like your social media handles your website all that great stuff yeah so you can find me on facebook at clifford starks uh you can messenger me or even send me an email at cliffordstarks1 at gmail.com. Okay. I also, I'm trying to memorize this right now, team MBB or team, team at MBB community. Okay. Dot com. But okay. you probably want to message me at cliffordstarks1 at okay. gmail. 
That one that I know one. for sure. Clifford Starks, the number one, or you the number one. The number one. The number oh, one. Clifford Starks, mm-hmm. the number one. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And I will make sure that um, my audience knows that. So, awesome. Clifford, I'm so glad you spent this this time in this space with me. I really appreciate you for being here with us. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Thank you, and I I love no sugar added. That's, Thank you. That's super super cool. That's another thing that I liked about fighting is. <laughs> You're, you're getting in there and you're getting ugly and you're getting yeah. to see what it, how good you are or how good you're not. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, not. right? Uh-uh, no thank you. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I won't join you in the cage, but I'll join you in this ring for sure. I will join you in the ring with fighting for people's mind, body, and spirit. I will join no. you in the ring for like making sure that people are moving forward in their lives now. We're impacting lives. I'll join you in that ring. That other ring, we. Oh, going whatever on. ring works for you. <laughs> yeah, whatever ring you. Because if if you signed in for the other ring, like you don't have to sign in for that ring, but you can sign in for the podcast ring, right, the right, speaking right. ring, whatever, whichever one works. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Do you have a podcast or no? I do not. Oh, you do not. Okay, good. No. I was gonna say you didn't mention that. Okay, great. No. So, guys, I want to thank you guys so much for uh, being here and listening to this, and you know. Like Clifford said, you know, that, you know, we have to start with us, but you'll end up to discover that you are really just discovering you at the end, but at a higher level. So make sure that you get in contact with Clifford. I will make sure that all of his information is linked below in the show notes so that you don't miss anything and that you can get in contact with him. Go ahead and email him and go on to um, his social media handles and all of that and reach out because I think that it would be worth your time and it will definitely be worth your knowledge to go ahead and have this conversation with Clifford. So I'm glad that he's here. I'm glad he shared this space and time with me. And I'm glad that you guys were here to listen. So don't forget to go ahead and subscribe to this channel. Make sure you leave a review if you sound if you found value in this episode. And we thank you so much for being here. This is Nina Perez. This is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. Make sure that you visit our website at Straight Talk, No Sugar Added, where you can subscribe to our show on iTunes and Stitcher or anywhere you listen to your podcast or on YouTube so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about our show, that would be awesome too. If you like this show, you might want to check out our book as well. It's Hit Me With Your Best Shot, How I Overcame a Hard-Hitting Life. I am Nina Perez, and I am here for you. If you are looking for private coaching, make sure that you email me at hello at straighttalknosugaraddit.com. Until next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. DLM's Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.